Hey, hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noah Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit, and join me every week as my brother Pedro. Good morning, everybody. Pedro has creative tech care at Adafruit, and every week we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This show we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects. Hello, everybody, hanging out in the live chats. We are streaming live on all of the usual social channels. And if you'd like to join us live during the show, we have the Discord, Adafruit's Discord server, the live broadcast chat is where we're hanging out. So we'll take a few moments to welcome everybody that's live on the show. Say good morning, Pedro. Good morning, good morning, everybody hanging out all over the chat rooms. As you said before, you want to join in on the Discord. It's over at discord.gg slash Adafruit. The burning question everybody wants to know, specifically Johnny Lou on the YouTube chat. Will the Raspberry Pi 4 is for 8 gigabytes or Raspberry Pi 5? When was a Raspberry Pi 5 released? We're on 5 already? I thought we were on 4. <laughs> yeah. Adafruit.com slash new Raspberry Pi. Nope, out of stock. Mm. Yeah. I would you're, really you're... like a Raspberry Pi 5, though. Yeah, one can dream, one can dream. <laughs> well, we're going to welcome everyone in the chat. We got Andy Calloway, DeWester, Cup of Coffee, Yanni, Scoo. Hello, wow. everybody hanging out live. And hello to everybody watching on the archive. We get are on that Discord to get all that banter. Check out where Yanni's been hanging out. That yeah. Crazy. Very what? snowy, very snowy. Oh, dude. Very snowy. All right. I'm going to go ahead and do the housekeeping that we got in the morning. So here we go. Let's go through adafruit.com slash free. You can find out all the free deals that are going on at the Adafruit shop. If you spend $99 or more at the Adafruit shop, you're going to get a free half-size Permaproto. For orders that are $149 or more, you'll get a half-size Permaproto plus a dev board. That's the KB2040. KB and then if your order is $200 or more, you'll get the KB2040, the half-size for Roto, and ground shipping from UPS, continental US only. And then if your order is $299 or more, you get the free ground UPS shipping, the KB2040, the half-size for Roto, and a free BBC Microbit V2. Go to adafruit.com slash free for all of the details. Man, that should be a free Raspberry Pi 5. <laughs> one day, one day. Next up, we have the jobs board at jobs.adafruit.com. You can see all of the latest job listings that are there if you are in the market for a project or if you want to get your project worked on by some other folks, you can post up your job or your resumes. We got the latest one here, uh, a field application engineer or an IoT firmware, and that is a remote position in the United States of America. So go check that out and all the other jobs free to do so by heading over to jobs.adafruit.com and we have a coupon code this week coupon code will get you 10% off your order on the Adafruit shop for all physical goods and it's coupon code floppy so check it out if you want to fill up your carts get 10% off your total order Right, listing these <laughs> coffee emojis. Dang it, I already drank all mine. Ugh. Yeah, I drank all mine by 9 a.m. <laughs> it's all gone. 
Well, that's everybody hanging out. D. Calloway, D. Wester, DJ Devin, Rosin, cup of coffee. Your name makes me want more coffee, Yanni. Mm-hmm. Cool. And everybody else hanging out all over. Sorry, not on Facebook for whatever reason. It does not want to connect. Now we got to change the Kui key thingamabob. Hmm. Hmm. All right, well, we have a fun project. Do you want to jump right into it? This, yeah, week's, project. this week's project is a super cool. This week's book. project. Yeah. With an embedded screen? What? Yes, let me hide my screen here. Go over here. All right, this is this week's project. You might have seen it. It's made many rounds on all the social channels. This is a collab project with some team members on the Adafruit team. Uh, this was uh, inspired by an idea uh, on Twitter. NanoRaptor, um, Dan Diana, uh, came, comes up with a bunch of whimsical computer gadgets. And um, she had an image of a floppy disk with a screen on it. And that gave Anne Barella, who is a fellow remote team member, the idea to make it real with the Adafruit Pi portal and circuit python i have uh, a real floppy disk here so this was the inspiration of it this is a real floppy disk 3.5 inch version 1.44 megabytes of just so much data this has uh this was an actual science report on here and uh these are these are um retro cool now <laughs> Uh, at one point, these were the save icon in the 90s and early 2000s. They're not anymore, though. These days, these days, they're like a down arrow. <laughs> so if you hear people oh, say like, like download. Yeah, all right, like this way, it would be download. So the idea was to uh, make a 3D printed case for the Pi portal. And um, I designed this up in Fusion 360 and took some measurements. I found some CAD models of a real one and then just kind of tweaked it to match the mounting uh, tabs for the Pi portal. Um, so in Anne's build, she has, um, I think she came up with her own icons. Um, I got the idea uh, to rip some of the icons from the classic Mac OS 9. Um, so I took some of those and then I have a background image. These are all bitmap images. Uh, the CircuitPython Display.io has uh, really good support for bitmap images and creating sprite sheets. Um, so that's how these icons are uh, are generated here. They're bitmaps, and they're all kind of grouped together in a single bitmap to save on RAM. Um, and they uh, they uses the um, Display.io library to display the the, the sprite sheet in the in the right orders. Um, so Anne had it so that. It's sort of a meta thing. Like these are real files on the actual uh, flash drive of the of the of the Pi portal, and she wanted to make it so that you can paginate through the different files. So um, we have a couple of different images, or rather bitmaps, uh, for the various file types. So in the code, she explicitly has folders. Uh, documents that are just any other document, and then WAV files, and then I think I said images. So those are like the three, is it three? No, there are four different types here. You have a folder, a file, an image, and a sound file. And then the background image is just something that I uh, copied and pasted and 
Photoshop to fit within the 320 by two, uh, 240 display. And I also thought it'd be neat to have the control strip. If you ever use the Mac OS 9, we used to have this thing called the control strip um, that, what did it do, Pedro? Do you remember what the control strip did? Yeah, it was quick access to say your volume or your network, if you want to change your network, eject your CD, your right. favorite or your folder. Yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> and you can see a little bit of the Mac face here, that classic uh, Mac background that was default. Um, so that's just an image, but the real things that are dynamic here is the actual files and the file names. Um, the Pi Portal has a built-in display. That's what this is, and it's a touch screen. It's resistive touch, not capacitive, so it's by pressure, and uh, you can just paginate through um, you know, the various uh, files here. So the more files you have, the more pages you're going to have. Um, little bits of the, the enclosure, it requires some support material because it has like these, uh, these areas that uh, just have to be printed with supports. Um, I have four screws, two over here and then two on, inside the case. Um, Anne actually had the idea to make these uh, kind of have a square inset so that it looks like much like the floppy drive here. And then the label is supposed to kind of wrap around. And on the back, um, I didn't put it, but you can have an extra uh, piece here for the door. This is a separate piece here. That's a fake disc kind of spinner. And then uh, I have a nice spot here for the micro SD card. You could probably tweak the code. There's a Python code to have way more files because you can have tons of files on your SD card. Um, you have eight megabytes of internal flash. So you're kind of limited in terms of that. But hey, that's eight times more than this, right? So that's still good. And then uh, you know you have a micro USB. This is before USB-C. Uh, the Pi Portal predates <laughs> having all the dev boards with USB-C. And then I added a uh, reset button presser so you don't have to completely open it. So you can just press that and you can see the LED shine through. And uh, it's CircuitPython, it loads the bitmap and then um, takes a second here to load all the bitmaps and reposition them and all that. But there you go. We have this really nice micro USB-C cable that's pink and woven. And the case is two halves. So you can uh, open this with your fingernail and then uh, you can see the different pieces here. This is the back cover. And this is how the Pi Portal is mounted to the front cover here. You got two built-in standoffs. You got hex nuts over here. Um, and that's pretty much it, really. It's a pretty simple design. Um, you just want to have some support material uh, for this piece. And then the rest of the pieces don't really need supports. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of features on the Pi Portal that we're not utilizing. Um, you have all these extra ports here for uh, like the Stemma port. It's the bigger Stemma. And then you have some digital uh, ports here uh, for extra sensors. There's some built-in sensors. There's a light sensor on the front. Uh, there's a built-in NeoPixel. You have, I think, uh, you have a speaker port here. That's a Molex Pico connector. Of course, it's Wi-Fi, so you could pull data from the internet. This is the Wi-Fi, uh, the ESP32 module. And then you have the Atmail SAMD uh, M4 here. Um, so you have that. You have those two processors that are pretty nice. Micro SD card slot. Um, what other sensors do you have? I think you have like a temperature sensor or something, maybe. 
I forget. <laughs> uh, but it's a fully featured dev board. We call it the all-in-one dev board because it comes with the screen and uh, the touch, you know, resistive touch controller. So you can do touchscreen stuff. So it's supposed to be an IoT, you know, dev board. But in this case, we're just kind of making this fun physical kind of meme. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that is the project in a nutshell. This piece right here kind of snap fits into the slot. Oops, not that way. Did I, did I glue that on wrong? No, I don't think you did. You glued it on, right? It was glued. So, huh? Yeah, mine. You sure you told me just to glue mine on. So oh, yeah. Well, you could glue it on if you'd like. Uh, it has a little, little nubbin here mm -hmm. that, like, clips onto the edge so like you insert it at an angle and then it kind of stays in place huh. then you can slide it left and right falls off really it well it you know the tarnishes are going to change here and there but uh oh, you know what maybe i updated the design before i had you print mm -hmm. the prototype maybe that's what happened that's gotta be it because all i did was just yeah. hit reprint from the first time oh, okay we're testing out the all print right. yeah so i mean that's the that's the project in a nutshell um, some things I want to share is uh, where I got the icons because the icons that um, Ann Barella has in the learn guide is different. Um, I don't know if it's like legally kosher to share these. I don't know if they're, you know, uh, so copyright. Yeah, they are old, so maybe they're not. But if I bring up my screen here, let me remember. Although I remember this one. we had, uh, I forgot her name, the maker of the cow dog. We like made a key change. I was like, that's cool, but please take it down because Apple still owns the copyright for Calendar. Right, yeah. So I just searched for macOS icons and this GitHub uh, repo has all of them as PNGs. They're like transparent. So I was able to create, I was able to grab these and then put them in the sprite Those sheet. Look. Those, Those look, look good, like right? 9.6 icons. Yeah, it's, isn't it 9? Nine something. Nine point six. Uh, I know the you know, exact one. Sure. I mean, there's a lot of them that I've never seen. Like this one has like a belt buckle. This one has an ear. Like what's that about? That's the yeah. uh, like, not speak. I know the one with the mouth is for the the speaking sounds. Trash cans, fonts. Mm -hmm. So I guess you could add support for a lot more document types because in the code. Um, you can see uh, all the things. Let me go to the learn system real quick. I'm not going to go through the whole learn guide, but I'll just go to some of the highlights to if you want to modify it. Oh, a lot of new guides this week. So down here, this was last week's guide, but uh, we got the video out this week because we had to kind of do it. Um, a little bit of explanation of what it is. Here in the CircuitPython code, you can just grab the, the project bundle. There's a lot of libraries that you need, bitmap, font, the shapes, the text, the image load, so you can load uh, bitmap images. Um, here in the code, you can see um, some of the icon positions are laid out here. And then um, here are the different file types, a blank file, um, a regular file, a directory, a bitmap, a wave, a Python file, and then the right and the left icons. Um, let's see where else. There's the background in in Anne's code. She has the background just be black, but I added an image so you can modify that. 
and then do, 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 do. down here is where you're like telling you're assigning like the file type to the that file extension so here's where it like um, is looking for these specific file extensions in the actual circuit python drive which is super meta right and then just some little code here to handle the pagination and you can modify all this as you want and did a good job of uh, commenting all the lines of code so you can kind of get in there if you're new to it. And then she has a breakdown of all the stuff here. So you can take a look at all that. I did my best to modify it. I have a, I have some minor tweaks that I need to do if I want it to be like perfect. It's not perfect, but like because I, I wanted to have some special background here, I had to modify um, the the coordinates for the touch events. So like sometimes the touch events don't work, but uh, hey, that's all there for you to modify, right? Mm -hmm. So I did my part in modifying it. I also added a line of code to change the brightness of the actual display, which you can do. That's really helpful if you're trying to film the thing, because yes. otherwise it's at full brightness and it blows out your webcam. So right now I have it, I think like a point two or something, but you can drop it down pretty, pretty good. Um, I'll avoid opening Moo because uh, I have some other things open, but you can. Oh yeah. I was like, why isn't this all that Cura. I'm like, where are these M2 commands coming from or M12 or that's M12. funny. So that yeah. that's, I'm glad you mentioned that. So we could say to people, why is my thing not working? Cura. Yeah. Over. Cura. Yeah, it'll still take over here. Uh, you'll see the cereal in the cereal. Yeah, you'll see it. Mm -hmm. Like M two commands come in. You're like, what's going on here? Yeah, it, it's trying to communicate with a printer. <laughs> mm -hmm. But it's a very cool, you know, kind of meta project to showcase the actual files on here. Um, I think Anne wrote some verbiage where, like you could make it so that you tap on an an actual document, it could open it, and that sort of thing. Like that's a lot more code required, but that would be awesome. You know, it's a fun little. It's like a you know glorified uh, thumb drive viewer. For like sure. Yeah. Open it, like at least preview sounds and like the image. Mm -hmm. That would be. Pretty yeah, neat. I think you could oh, do that because we have audio support, we have MP3 support, and CircuitPython. Um, yeah, so have at it if folks really want to take this That's to amazing. the next level. They can do that, and you have a nice case to a 3D print. Going to need some supports, but uh, in the learn guide, I walk you through some of the some of the support settings that I use. You definitely want to have a support interface to get uh, you know, something looking kind of decent. Um, I actually, on a side note, I submitted these files, the CAD files, to PCBWay to have these printed in translucent resin. So maybe in a couple of weeks, we'll see this in a translucent case because it'd be fun to see the Pi portal in there right mm -hmm. um i've seen some other folks uh use the pcb way website to get their like game boys and keypads printed in this super nice translucent um resin and it kind of reminiscence of that the 90s where everything was translucent you know all the electronics mm -hmm. translucent it was super cool so i, I hope like it comes out bring that. this is like another video we can do just looking at the prints because we would send mm -hmm. it way more like you said the game boy the game girl one would send that in sure yeah gut it put it in that translucent case yeah we try to stand to stay away from trans uh from the resin printers because uh 
it's you need a a proper uh you know station for it um the smell is a problem uh, to us anyway and uh we find it toxic so we don't really want to play with it that much um but you're more than welcome to give it a shot if you want to print it on your resin printer definitely the prices have come down and whatnot but yeah i think yeah. it's on books yeah you have to DIY your own supports and all that because I think you need to arrange it in the right way to get all the supports. And I stuff, have right? successfully printed where it was just completely flat on the the um, the metal plate. Mm -hmm. the name was for it, not a bed plate. The head. Yeah, yeah, oh. sure. Whatever. Cool. <laughs> I mean, I, I I did it, and whenever we had our, um, I don't remember the name of it. <laughs> it was it from was the <laughs> yeah the ember. Amber from yeah. yeah, it was from like 2013 is when we had it. Yeah. So uh there you go. All right, so the pipe portal I think it's out of stock. That's not a surprise. Oh no, it's in stock. It is a surprise. Um it's not as it's still challenging to get, I think, chips from microchip. This is the SAMD21, so uh, I'm trying to... Yeah, that's why I was surprised that this... That's where uh, I am. We're all to go forward with the... The pipe is in stock. It's a pricey piece of kit because it's fully featured, oh, but... A ton of stuff on there. Yeah, but there you go. This is... Uh... And we have three different sizes of it. The one we did for this project is the classic size. But there's what? the Titano, the Pint, That's... and then the Classic. Pint. Yeah, I, I tried stuffing the Titano in there. I was like, why is this not working? Oh, yeah, duh. Oh, really? <laughs> the wrong one. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I even flashed it with the wrong firmware. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's just a different screen. A but screen the, the main things are there. Um, yeah, and, you know, uh, eight megabytes of, it's a pretty expensive SPI flash chip mm -hmm. so that's why it's 55 bucks but if you want to do something without having to solder a bunch of things together this is a really good iot dev board a lot of the starter projects were like pulling information from like your social channels like youtube or github and displaying a number there mm -hmm. weather stations is a very popular project as well i think that was like the default project we had this l cars project that was really cool oh yeah and like quotes i think was the default thing Tons and tons of projects with the Pi Portal. So many. Um, yeah, this is one of our favorite dev boards when it first came out a couple of years ago. Yeah, so this is an excellent case for any one of these projects. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, totally. Like the um, somebody was mentioning the thickness. Good thing that it's thicker, so you won't accidentally put it in your floppy disk drive. But that thickness, yeah. it's where you it has its own built-in stand. Oh yeah, it stands up right mm -hmm. with some. Maybe it stands up better like that. Yeah. Yeah. Upside down. You could change the, like, I, like, and wanted it to be upside down, but mm. this is the way, like, I think you're supposed to do it. Cause, like, look at the label. Mm. <laughs> but, you know, to each their own. So, can't you? In the code. Code flip. Yes. Yeah. But then your XY touch coordinates get all backwards so that's just so one of the global. one of the caveats of uh you know having a global variable for uh mm -hmm. the screen rotation um there's code that you can like do it 
portrait mode as well. But then again, your X, Y coordinates have to be special. So, so that's just what I'll throw it out there. But that's this week's project. Well, really, last week's project. We're just highlighting it this week since uh, we got a video out. <laughs> yeah. So print it out. Print out the case. Share it with us. Yeah, let us know. I've seen lots of uh, lots of tweets about it. Let's start seeing all these builds and PRs coming in too. Yeah, that'd be cool. Here's your version of it. This one's just white. Like I said, I uh, I glued mine on, thinking that's how it was supposed to be. No, it's fine. I was gonna say mine stands up pretty well. Maybe it's... Yeah, mine falls over. Oh. I think the cable. Yeah, it's the cable from mine. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's so cool. Being able to look back and actually see that'd be so cool. I, I've not seen any floppies or any thumb drives that have a view of what's actually stored on. And then, yeah, being able to preview it with the sound and everything was so cool. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Oops. Keep hitting this freaking mic. <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to get the uh, the Adafruit Pi portal, get 10% off using coupon code floppy. Floppy, floppy, making floppies. Man, I just dated myself. It's like an SNL skit or something. <laughs> making oh, copies. Cool. All right. So, uh, are we ready for prototype? Yeah. I don't see any right. comments on uh, YouTube. Let me let's check see. Storage caddies, little slides. Rotary encoder <laughs> suggestion. Oh yeah, I've been refreshing the Raspberry Pi page. We're out. Yeah, we got nothing. Do copy that floppy. All right. <laughs> That's relevant still. Floppies used to actually be floppy. Yeah, the before oh, the three point seven. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's just a name that carried over. We got a history, a bit of history here. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Devin's loving the weather station projects. Yep, those are yes. very useful. Super useful. Oh. All right, cool. Let's go ahead and jump into this week's What Are We Prototyping? Yeah, let's do it. All right, cool. So continuing on with the Tron build, last week we were talking about what type of harness that I would use so this could stick onto your back, and I found one from, what is this company? Is that? I'm not sure. All remate. All remate. Yeah, this is really cool. Um, this would have been very handy when we we're doing the fairy wings projects. We had to like rip apart like a cosplay like dragon wing or something to get the little the chest thing to have the wings attached to. I bring it out, but it's over there somewhere. But this sure. is like runners thingy, I guess, which is super cool. Like there's like all those pockets and storage. So if you don't want to wear a fanny pack, this is like <laughs> next best thing. You can like store all your like it has like a pocket for your phone, your earphones, and all that stuff. Mm, but very tactical. Part, yeah. Most important part is that you have space to mount things on there. So the large mesh holes that we have on the back here is like uh, so porous that you can um, you don't need a needle to thread in your uh, like your th your thread your wires to actually mm -hmm. have plate that we're using so, so what do you use screws and hex nuts it's, no it's just like fishing wire <laughs> nylon oh. wire <laughs> so because like i was saying you don't need a needle or anything yeah 
you can like, just tie it off. Yeah, you just tie it right off. The little um, you can see it there where the little holes for that. There's yeah, like two yeah. Holes oh, two sew tabs. Sew tabs. Nice. Yeah. And there you go, sew tabs. And then you see the four magnets on there, on the back here, which are attached with. Take this off. We were having a problem every time we have to do like a magnet project. Like we'd always have to like press fit it in there really tight to make sure that it doesn't pop out, or we would have to glue it. And then it's like, oh no, I got the polarity wrong. Ah! And we got to rip apart the print or rip off the glue and all that. These just pop right mm -hmm. off. So, oh. so good. Take that off right there. And bam, there's your magnet. And that was the other problem too. We always have like, um, they're all different sizes. So the tolerances are always freaking different on these things. Mm -hmm. So they just snap right in like that. They press fit in. There's a little channel thing, so if you need to get it out, you can like wedge your little tool in there. Oh, or that's brilliant! Yeah, yeah. So these are meant to be, you know, taken off and put back in because inevitably you're gonna one of them are gonna be flipped or whatnot. I, I'm sure I just put it in wrong. <laughs> mm -hmm. So um, yeah, that was that's on the inside of the disc too. This guy. So all you do is obviously just lines up like that. Yeah, bam. It is on there. That is so freaking cool. I got went down to Magic Kingdom a couple nights ago. Got some cool shots over by the Light Cycle Run. And man, that is freaking awesome. So we're using the NRF52840 inside here so you can connect to your phone. Change the colors on there. Of course, it's CircuitPython. You have access to your USB so you can kind of see it in there. We're using the USB breakout. Mm -hmm. So you can change color, the code, when it starts up. And of course, your waves. You have all your... Um, what are they called the, the hit state hit sound effects and then like animations like based on how your uh, the accelerometer on the prop maker feather wing on there is uh getting all that gyro info uh, got your button on the side here and let me put this thing on let's see how this looks slip it over <laughs> over i just put it underneath um like a tron hoodie that we got See if I can do this without line up the line yeah. Up. yeah. What I should have done is had like the pl pl the polarity like switch around so that it only sticks on one side, you know. Hmm. Almost. My my hand. There you go. Uh, I know. It's like so can I scratch my back? My scratch my own back. On, yeah. There That's goes. funny. Nice and tight. And freaking awesome. I can hear it buzzing. Oh, dang well, the ones that. Disney is going to release is not going to stick to your back. <laughs> They'll have like three LEDs because it's the oh, yeah. lowest cost. You know, how can we get Although, this to be yeah. sent? So that is, that, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I am using low density. You can kind of see the separation on there. You can see the hot spots on there. I was going to add like mm -hmm. the medium density one, but you know, at a point you're like, well, dang, that's going to affect my battery life and blah, blah, blah. Oh, the true. cost of it, like, it's like double the price, right? For getting that. So I wanted to keep that low. Sure. Um, Fruit Connect is free on the App Store. My camera. Mm -hmm. Grab that. There's a circuit pie. Bloom, connect to that. I think we showed this off last week, right? Yeah. Controller. Yeah, <laughs> I made a crash by trying to do the animations. And of course, mm -hmm. the uh, okay. orange. orange team. Yay. There you go. Yeah. Folks could modify it. So if they wanted to pulsate, you could, uh, you could um, map one of the controller buttons on the app to do a different animation 
But yeah, it's slowly fading right now. That. Yeah, make color that's ne never in Tron. Like have a green one. <laughs> yeah. It looks much better in a in a dark area right now. Oh, it looks better when you're bright. right by the grid, right on yeah. Tron land. It looks way better. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, if you want, you can show some hero shots that you got. But you'll have more hero shots this weekend, I'm sure. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. writing it. I, Obviously, um, I won't wear this while I'm writing because the the back plate when you get on the the actual seat. Oh, it actually goes on you. Right? <laughs> oh yeah, funny. that's not going to be comfortable. You're right. And then, uh, so we'll have somebody down while I'm going up over the that uh, canopy part to you know sort of track me down and then go down to the hero mm -hmm. shot. That'd be super cool. And uh, yeah. yeah, print. Um, I think we already talked about this. We're doing the filament swap thing. So it starts off at the uh, translucent white filament, just swap it out to the black, and then swap it back to the white. Mm -hmm. and, uh, we're using these uh, nylon. The construction of this is really cool. Yeah, uh, we're using the M2. I think they're like eight millimeter long uh, nylon screws. Oh, cool. Yeah, as you can see I'm just popping them off because I the threading for this would have been too small to print, right? And then because they're nylon, you know they're gonna get bent anyway. Putting that in there, but oh, true. Go ahead and let's go ahead and take a look on the inside of how this guy is built. You can see the prop maker feather wing NRF fifty two eight forty the little speaker on there. And the way that all of the wires are routed. So for the LEDs, we're using the side lit LEDs. Um, side lit meaning that they point straight up, and then regular LEDs that are pointing uh, like straight oh, right. out. So vertically mm -hmm. and then horizontal. <laughs> you can kind of see it there. Yeah. And then again, yeah, the the uh, spacing for where the magnets are, uh, sort of space them out away from you know sort of where the components weren't. Uh, in right. a way you see the breakout here you're gonna have to make your own breakout cable because i we can't find one that's like small and thin enough so we're using our silicone um ribbon cable that's just writing routing it out over to here because you know rotating that board you know, you're gonna make it that much thicker and all that and oh yeah um, prop maker feather wing has a nice uh jsp ph three pin to connect mm -hmm. into your um uh, new pixel rings using the double-sided foamy tape to hold everything together so you have like some nice padding uh, the only thing that's rattling around there are the magnets that uh, i think i need to make like a ninja flex little uh, patty thing to you know to prevent them from uh, shaking around but other than that uh, everything is nice and you, know, you can fling this around uh, battery hoarder holder for the 2200 <laughs> like a battery and then of course the slide switch just press fits in right here and that is the inside pretty cool yeah man it should fit on uh the bed of the creelty ender printer i checked on okay. our printer because because here i have the ender three and ah, if okay. it's it just fits so the, the um, latest one right oh yeah the latest one okay. fits so okay. it's all within the, the dimensions to fit on your most common Creality printer, which is the Ender. Oh, um, so scary. yeah, good, good. I know, me too. I was like, I wonder if I, I could print this here. Like, oh. 
Yeah. yeah and then construction is super easy. So <laughs> if ever there's like, you know, you're on the convention floor or cosplay or something like that, you can easily get in there and, you know, sort of re-add these if you had to line them up properly. But yeah, that sure. is the on disc. We'll release this next week. Super happy with this. Don't have a lot of detail. I know there's supposed to be like some, um, like, oh, you could do some vinyl. Stuff in something Meh. if you wanted to add some traces Meh. or whatever. Me. You know what I mean? After being sick for almost two weeks, I'm, I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah. So I'm this out. I need to start filming part shots and all that cool stuff. I already got a bunch of the heroes. So yeah, be ready to release. Hopefully, I don't think there's a new Tron movie, right? But I don't know if you know. I don't think so. so. Tomorrow you're, at, you're on Tomorrowland and you want to get some other photo ops that doesn't include, you know, the the disc that they have there for you to take photos with. You can bring mm-hmm. your own and be like, no, no, I got it. Just get my, yeah. get my goods with them. <laughs> but yeah, that is the Tron disc. So cool. cool. Dang it, I didn't remember to charge our iPad to show off. This is not What's the up? first Tron project we've worked on. Remember that Tron video game we worked on? Yeah. <laughs> what if it still runs? Probably not. <laughs> it, so on the old iPad. Oh, that's so, funny. Yeah, we have all our yeah. old apps. And, and man, that's, that, that's one thing I'm going to hit on uh, for working on, you know, Adafruit doing 3D projects. Our stuff will still work. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. 10 figures. We have the physical thing. All these right. video games. Right and stuff that we worked on well what's cool is you could take that store for you could so take the long. assets and 3d print them that's another thing you could take the 3d model oh, damn print it. It oh check out this cool video game we worked on yeah do you still have a model of that it doesn't run cycle? on ios 2 <laughs> ios that? 6 that was gonna say you can do you still have the, the 3d print of your uh your model that you did in I the game that way yeah, Aww. I should reprint All right. right? Yeah, reprint it. Do a time lapse a <laughs> bit. That'd be great. All right. Reprint well, that. very yeah. cool. Looking forward to it for next week. So yeah. everybody stay tuned for that. Um, I got something this week. Let's switch gears here. Um, so last week I uh showed off my 3D printed keycaps. These are hexagon shaped keycaps uh for the chalk uh mechanical key switches. Um showed you the case and uh this over the weekend i wired it up to a cutie pie uh rp2040 board uh so i I, instead of having a a pcb so this is going to be a different project with john park where he designed uh, a pcb for these chalk switches in a hexagonal format just like this and he's going to have neopixels in it as well i wanted to take a a, a simple approach and kind of make it so that I can um, make this into a MIDI controller. Um, so I have this connected um, over USB, and it's a USB MIDI controller. I use the demo code from Liz Clark's uh, MIDI for Makers guide, and these just play MIDI uh, notes. So each one is mapped to a different MIDI note, and uh, it's completely you know polyphonic. So you can press all of them at the same time. Let me see if I can make this bigger. Let me remove you for a second. There we go. Yeah, so I just wired it up, basically. Um, all the grounds are shared. And so I have one ground connection coming into the uh, to the Cutie Pie. And then I'm using a ribbon cable to wire up the other pins to individual um, pins on the Cutie Pie. 
Um, the code is really simple. It's literally just the same uh, code from the MIDI maker guide. Let me see if I can load it um, in the background here. Just type in MIDI for makers. And of course, it's done in CircuitPython. Because CircuitPython has a great MIDI library. And let me see if I can show this here. Um, Liz did a great job of having a lot of example code. So under Let's Build, there's a basic MIDI keyboard. And this shows you how to wire up buttons. Doesn't matter what kind of button, as long as it's a momentary button switch, you can make a, your own MIDI controller. Here's the code, the MIDI notes. It's using uh, the numbers. You can pull up a MIDI chart and figure out what note um, you want to have in your arrangement. But all they did was just added extra pins. Um, I use some of the odd pins like Miso and Mosi. Um, but yeah, everything else is pretty straightforward. I think you just need to change four in range. You want to change that to seven because you have seven buttons and you just want to add more of these key presses here. Um, but yeah, it just uses the USB MIDI library, digital IO, no on, no off. You can uh, tell what MIDI port you want, what MIDI channel rather. And I think the velocity is over here. So you can change that to 127 down to zero if you want to change the velocity note. Um, so very, very basic MIDI controller. And I have it. Um, I have a Logic Pro in the background on my, on my workstation here, my iMac. So that's what I'm using. And that's pretty much it, really. I'll see about making a learn guide for this. Um, so I'll ask Lamar if, if, if it makes sense to add it in the learn guide so I can document it. Right now, we don't have plans for that, but uh, it's more of like a side personal project. But the main project is going to be uh, JP's custom PCB uh, with NeoPixels. And um, yeah, so. So that's my uh, MIDI keypad. Um, if you want to get the Cutie Pie RP2040 and the chalk switches, they are in stock. Uh, I'm using the red chalk switches because the white chalk switches have this clicky sound. And if you're doing a MIDI controller, you probably don't want the clicky sound. So they're silent, which I like. And of course, everything is 3D printed, including the keycaps, uh, the front. And the bottom enclosure bits are all 3D printed. You just have two screws here. The Cutie Pie snap fits into the built-in holder. Um, I could uh, take it apart here and show how the wiring is set up. Pretty simple. I really like silicone ribbon cables because it keeps all of the digital uh, signals, wires um, nice and bundled together. And then you can peel it apart like string cheese. And then here are the pins I'm using... Uh, all the analog pins, the MISO pin, and then over here, serial clock and some other pins here. So there's there's enough pins here for two more buttons, three three more buttons. You could also use the I squared C pins here out of the stem port. Those are different pins. So you could you could do a, a good amount of pins here for your mini wow. controller. And then um, yeah. Uh, I'd like it to be thinner, but as you can see, because of the wiring and stuff, you kind of want to have a good amount of clearance uh, for your cables and your pins. But it all snap fits together. No need for uh, any any glue. 
so it all kind of comes apart. Nice. And it's USB-C, so that's really nice. And yeah, I guess you could add NeoPixels somehow if you want. There's yeah. room in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yay. PCB JP's making will have the reverse mount LEDs on there, so that should be yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it'll be a nice kind of like kit. Maybe we'll uh, stock, stock it in the store too and manufacture it or something. That could be nice. cool. But yeah, that is uh, what I'm working on as a prototype. Let's see if anyone has any comments about it. TJ Devin loves the polyphony. Yeah, right. It just kind of works out of the box. Just real nice. Cool. Howard is uh, digging it. Yep. Awesome. All right. Let's go ahead and dedicate the last bit of the show to all the community makes. We have so many, we have to split them up between different weeks. <laughs> this is true. All right. First up, you want to run the uh, time lapse Tuesday, and I'll queue up my tabs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, where am I? I'm in full screen mode, so all of my controls are gone. <laughs> oh no. Well, I have the, the Thingiverse page loaded for uh, this week's Time Lapse Tuesday. It's a uh, articulated Anamite. It has a shell, a head, and tentacles. It's flexible, print in place design. There you go. Thank you. All right, so yeah, there's a really cool Anamite. Or what's the Pokemon name? Oz Ozma? Uzma, right? Somebody help me out here. Who's a Pokemon master? I'm not sure. Sorry. <laughs> Ozmar? Ozmar? I don't know. Gavin was showing me. I'm like, oh, I got to remember this name. That's hilarious. <laughs> Obviously, me, uh... Uh, these are extinct, dead. All we have are fossils, so who knows if this is what they look like. I mean, like the Fleshy parts. <laughs> we have these the fleshy parts. Yeah, so we have the um, rainbow filament. Didn't do a really good job of showing the transitioning colors. You can kind of see it turning to like a blue here. Um, the one I used in the video, of course, kid already took that one, so I had to reprint it. Uh, but this is a really good uh, print in place. Nice. Um, what is it called? The style hinges. of the hinges. Yes. A little ball socket that is held together on the walls, and this came out very good. I only printed it twice, even with the time lapse, there was very minimal uh, stringing. And this just snaps in, I would snap it out, but I'm scared I will break it. Will I break it? Yeah, it'll probably break. Uh, this little part just snaps into the rest of the shell, and these print separately. Uh, the shell is gonna need like a bunch of uh, support material, so that's the only bad part. Prints, I think, like that. And um, the body does not, but uh, yeah, this is a cool little, um, again, like a little fidget toy or just cool desk decoration. If you get your colors all nice with the uh, rainbow filament, it looks super cool. And that is uh, this nice. week's community make. Nice little animite. He's swimming. I really like the way he uh, has a little wavy motion there. Oh, cool. Um, I'm getting the tabs here, so. And that's this week's uh, community make. Oh, you're getting the. Uh... Yep, I'm getting the tabs. Oh, wow. There's ten of them, so I got two one by one. 
almost done. Almost done, folks. And this is the last one. All right. So, all right. I'm ready here. All right. So this is the uh, the design of Thingiverse for the Animite. Go ahead and check that out. It's a free download. And that's there's a couple the different shells. Oh yeah, look at that. There are different shells. <laughs> Very cool. Which one did you print? This this the one with the spikes. Not the one no. with the horns. No, I thought it would like pop. You know, fall right out. Mm. Yeah, not good for yet. the kids too. They'll <laughs> <laughs> break this off easily. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, the designer is uh, Nibet Bassett on there. So check him out. Very cool. All right, let's run through the slew of uh, of community makes. First up, we have a Raspberry Pi Zero stand that was posted up by PBR Designs. They made uh, our, our our Pi Zero stand, and they got their, uh, their e-ink display. Looks like it's a weather station. Very cool. Looking good. Glad to see folks uh, printing that still. Next up, we have the Audit the Owl. This is a very fun owl that prints in place, has a twisty head, and um, unique solitary wow. one. Posted it up in this very nice silk blue, silver silk blue color. Looks very nice. If you want to print your own owl, check it out. We have it on printables. Moving on to a prop. This was uh, a very fun prop maker project. We called it a Keyblade. It's kind of like a, I forget what game, but uh, it's one of those games. If you remember the game, you know which game it is. Um, but we we kind of made it into this cool Keyblade looking design. Um, so 3Dave posted up their make. It says, I like it so much, not hard to print, only needs time. Very cool. And this glows, has sound effects, uses the prop maker accelerometer and all that stuff. And it looks really great. Yeah. Next up, we have um, these AirPod Max headbands printed in flexible TPU. Nice. Uh, Co posted up their make. They printed the, the kitty ears in white. Looks nice. very cute. Yeah. Yeah. So if you got some TPU filament, you can print out your own custom bands. We did like a Lego a unicorn horn. Um, some other stuff. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Devil horns. And I uh, think the Blinka logo. All fun things. But I really like the cat, white cat. Oh, it's really good. Right? Yeah, all right. Next up, we have another prop maker project from the Disney Plus TV show Loki. Uh, this is the TVA time stick, the time baton. Um, Jigsaw HC posted up their make of this lovely prop. This is one of those props you can print in different filament colors. And uh, you could finish it if you'd like, but you don't have to if you use the right colors. Same thing, sound effects, um, motion controlled as well with the prop maker Feather Wing. Okay, next up we have a make of our Neo Trellis sound box or sound board. It also uses the prop maker Feather Wing because it uses the accelerometer to randomize the sound effects. It's not a MIDI controller. It, it has built-in wave files that, uh, that you can assign to the buttons here on the rubber elastomers. 
So uh, printables.com user frames says uh, that's the first Adafruit project. And it was awesome. Printed in Polymaker's carbon fiber nylon. So here's a real nice look of it. It's got a button on there, a switch, a reset button, and of course the rubber elastomers, four by four. They're uh, NeoPixels, so you can assign each wave sound effect a different color. Very fun. Next up, we got another TVA time stick from the TV show Loki. Lo you know, season two is coming, right? For Loki? Didn't it get delayed or did I read something that is I don't know. Don't tell me it got delayed. <laughs> Maybe it did get delayed. I'm not sure. This looks like it got finished a little bit. It looks like it's sanded a little bit here to make it look more metallic. They said uh, this was posted up by Thingiverse user KY Dog. And they said it worked out great. Printed the diffuser in clear PLA one by one because otherwise they kept falling. Yes, that's a good tip. The rest of the parts are fit on a single build plate. Printed in Overture Black Plus. PLA Black Plus. Looking good. All right, we have two more to go through here. Another owl. This is uh, posted up by Duncan Mac. Very nice print. Running a few different sizes for the guest box. Here it is in this um, gold filament and I guess a, a kind of tan color. Pretty good. And then the last one is the uh, posted by Sir Wash. Excellent design. Had a lot of spare parts for this and it was fairly cheap for me to build. This is our heat set insert rig. This is a, a tool that you could use to help you uh, do a lot of heat press, heat set inserts. So it uses a piece of 2020 and some um, roller ball bearings to make a nice uh, slide for your uh, your soldering iron. You can use a, a heat insert tip for your soldering iron and secure it to uh, the arm there and just kind of press it down. Um, a lot of folks have been making this project, and it's always great to see folks still continue to make the project. Yeah, I was going to so say, we have is... something we have one every week. <laughs> yeah, just about. And uh, that is all the community makes. Thank you, everybody, for sending your makes. Um, so good. Yeah. It takes time to upload them to the various socials and uh, repost sites. So appreciate when folks do that. And we like to highlight it on the show. Very awesome. All right. Before we close out the show, don't forget discount code for the Adafruit shop is floppy to celebrate the floppy disk that is no longer floppy. It's apparently hard. <laughs> it doesn't flop. What if I printed a Ninja Flex? Then it would be kind of be floppy. Oh, that's a good idea. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not going to do that because <laughs> it needs supports. You could print TPU into ports. We've done it before. Yeah, that should work. <clears throat> All right. Last minute comments on the Discord. Some from DJ Devin. Still working on their full-size Gmail box remix. Ooh, a full-size one. Yeah, it's going to take a couple weeks. Sure, that's cool. We'll be here to share it when you uh, when you have some stuff to share. And uh, yeah, very cool, very cool. Yeah, sign up with files. If you're trying to no Raspberry Pi. Yeah, they're all gone. <laughs> they're all gone. We're, we're sorry. Yeah, keep your eye out um, every Wednesday for a new stock of uh, pie pies. 
then later on tonight, a host of new products should be released. Looks like a couple yep. of them are in here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that. Yep, we have show and tell tonight as well, hosted by Liz Clark. She'll be hosting tonight, so if you want to come on by, hang out in the Discord chat um, at 7.20-ish. She'll post the link around that time, and then folks will be able to come in and uh, share their projects. We hope to see you there. Um, yeah, I think that's going to do it for this one. We'll also have a coupon code on Ask an Engineer, which starts tonight at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time. So... Uh, Click away, get ready to fill your carts with stuff, support the channel, support the company, and all the lovely people that work for Adafruit. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out in the Discord chat room and watching on on the archive. We appreciate everybody hanging out with us. All right. With all that said, don't forget to make a great day. Bye, folks. Bye bye.